0: Junkies. what's going on golf addicts welcome to the 2024 mexico open at Veranta 2024 db was pretty, pretty good point. db betting preview you know i got a little bit in there that's a little yeah little, you
1: yeah you know Veranta, it's,
0: it's taking uh you know a few couple semesters in college i you know I barely remember a few things but i'm we're here we're doing our thing um let's talk about the genesis first we're gonna have a good show we're gonna we're gonna do a little thing at the top, a little different. Our Producer Tony's been dipping his toes in the golf betting scene for the first time really seriously. So we're going to kind of look at the first seven weeks of Producer Tony and how things have been going since he started to kind of dabble. and What, see if there's what a any, time to start. <laughs> yeah, right. Geez. See if there's any reasonable advice we can give him or maybe the people listening can give him. Um, so we're going to get to that here in the beginning, do our season-long update, talk about our outright picks our top 20 locks and the six-pack uh, of locks and bombs. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. But first, the Genesis. What a wild week. We had We had Tiger. Then we had no Tiger. And then we had Jordan. You've had Jordan in the season-long bet, and he freaking – DQ'd. Then Pat had the contra the controversy on Twitter. The tweet about the the scorecard thing and everybody losing their mind on Twitter about uh, that. Pat, do you want to do you want to kind of extend
1: that that tweet into a, an opening? I brand? mean, I didn't know you were going to go there, but um, you know, I, and I don't tweet a lot, obviously. But that one, I had a feeling. I was like, this is gonna this is gonna get some interaction.
0: And I will say, I wish you. Would, I, I think now you need, you have to start signing your tweets because I I don't want to get lumped into your hairbrain ideas at times i at times. i do no you don't you used to and now you don't well why don't you
1: have to sign your tweet because i'm always tweeting like you're well, the, you're the kind of, i'm pretty sure you agreed with me i i think
0: two things are true i do agree with you it's not that hard it's part of the game uh, you know our, our friend caddy joe edder made a, a controversial post out there as well like there's so many things that uh, yeah, you
1: retweeted that. I didn't retweet. Yeah. That. You didn't.
0: And also, Solly at No Laying Up had a really well thought out tweet he about did. this when he talked about, like, you know, are we seriously like we want to rely on the shotling volunteers and the, the walking scorers who do this once a year? Like, these guys have to keep up with their own score. I, I do agree with that. However, it does feel antiquated. It, it feels okay. like with every, you know, we got AI making a video. You can't, you can type in a command and have AI, AI have a squirrel playing chess against a, a dolphin you know you could do you could do all kinds. of and it looks real and you look at it you think it's real you could have AI go on a date with your sister it, but we can't we can't figure out a better way to keep scores on a golf course that that's my only so I do feel that tension but overall if you're gonna make me land on a side I agree with you
1: well well thank you but but also you you, fe- you, you kind of fell into the trap that you talk about it's Twitter right or X. Yeah. You know, you can make it. you can say anything out there, but you also gotta read a little bit between the lines. I never said I didn't think it was a antiquated system, or that I mean, I kind of I also agreed the punishment doesn't necessarily fit the crime. I don't, I don't think you now should that be. I agree with. I don't you, don't, think you, should you shouldn't get DQ'd for that. Yeah. But my tweet really was just about the fact that you know it's numbers and that's the rules that they play under. They know this, they do this every single week that they play on the tour. You know, I mean, it's not like I, I just don't think that there's any reason to go crazy about it, you know, and it doesn't happen all the time. It does not happen all the time. And most players kind of c- would tell you the same thing. I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it rarely happens. It, yeah, it, is, it well, is antiquated. And I don't think that the punishment fits the crime. So,
0: yeah, I just feel like it should be a stroke or two penalty. Um, it, it, I mean, you can take an illegal, bogus, like intentionally cheating tweet or er, tweet drop on the course and you get a two shot penalty you mm-hmm. accidentally put down the wrong score you know and rush out of the scorers tent you know because you got the green apple two-step from the in and out burger that hit tiger and yeah. and you lose the whole tournament when you're up there like but then again like you know golby our blind our blind squirrel you know looking for looking for I another mean, is named dude. after after bob golby yeah the masters um due to due to an incorrect scorecard by roberto divincenza fun fact Little tour junkies trivia for you there. Yeah. Anyway, it was a wild week. And then, and then yesterday, Hideki shoots a 62 and said he didn't have his best stuff, which is just classic. Hideki, God, I love him. Um, you know, one handed finishes to eight inches, <laughs> throwing darts uh, on the back nine late on Sunday and just passing everybody. There was a minute there where you thought Willie Z was going to get it done early in the day. It looked like Luke List couldn't miss. Of course, the disgusting bros, Patrick and Xander, just out beta each other, trying to see who's got the shortest little wiener on a Sunday out there. God dang, they were so miserable to watch, so miserable. At one point, Jim Nance was like, these two just really didn't feed off each other today. I'm like, yeah, they did. They, they <laughs> totally fed off. They they, they were just, oh, Yo, you're beta. I can be more beta than you on a Sunday. And No, I can be more be-. They were just awful, terrible. Those guys suck. I'm so tired of those guys. They're not winning golf tournaments. And if they do, they will be – Meaningless, weak field, pissant tournaments. Those two, I am, I don't know why you would waste any money firing on an outright on those two. Forget them.
1: Screw them. I mean, I can't disagree after what I saw yesterday. I mean, it was, uh, and neither of them were on our cards either, but oh. neither was Sadeki. Who is I? We we both have been, you know,
2: kind of on the Hideki
1: train, and I had him at the farmers on the card, and I don't know why I didn't have. I actually had him as a top twenty last week as one of our locks. So yeah, we liked him.
0: He just didn't end up on the card. Yeah. Um. It was fun to watch. I I love watching Genesis. You know, was you know what's interesting? Uh, yesterday my 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 wife and my daughter and our our new puppy. Uh, because our life can't get any more crazy right now. Mm-hmm. We're we're all in the same room with me, We were, and I had the golf tournament on. And for the first time, my my almost nine-year-old daughter goes, Daddy, what course is that? And I said, that's Riviera. That's a really nice course, isn't it? She goes, yeah, it's pretty. It's really cool. she never said that before. I just love that golf course. I love the trees. Yeah. If you're like a southern guy like us, and you're just, you know, you do not used to seeing a eucalyptus tree or whatever that other tree is. It doesn't have any leaves on it or anything. That's like kind of grayish looking if you're just not used to that and like the scenery there, it's just a beautiful place on, on TV. I love
1: watching Riviera. Yeah, I agree. It, it is a fantastic golf course. And obviously a lot of those players love to play there. Um, so, you know, and look, it gave us, I guess, somewhat of an exciting finish. Although once Hideki I think just kind of like went on past the others. I mean, it was because everybody was like going to give Cantley the win. I mean, Oh pfft, I, was, I mean, I even think when I, you did your course preview, which I listened to, great course preview, DB, uh from Mexico. Uh you even were kind of like it's a crap show, and because you were recording on Saturday. And it, you know, I know a lot of that was because of Tiger and Jordan, but also like Cantley had a five shot lead. So we were all thinking, like, all right, the tournament's over. And it was not. So
0: <laughs> no,
1: that not with that
0: guy. He's got to get out to a 10 shot lead to be able to close one on Apparently. Sunday. I um yeah, you're right. I, I guess the I guess the very end was kind of a, a big flaccid downer because Hideki finishes, and you're just like, oh well, we need Will to eagle 17. You know, we need him. We need a birdie 16 or eagle 17. When when that doesn't happen, you're like, yeah, okay, this is over. And it's, it is kind of awkward when that doesn't happen. Um, and then they, we had to keep watching. God, I wish they would have just turned the whole thing. Can we just start <laughs> interviewing Hideki when we know that Zalatoris is out of it? Because Having to watch Xander and Cantlay finish was like freaking worst. That I, that didn't, even, awesome. I didn't even watch it <laughs> at that point. I was just like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> well, I was a little interested in a Hideki interview. Like, I just like I just want to hear what Hideki yeah. says. Yes. Which was also which I'm glad I waited because that's when he says, "I didn't really have my best stuff." <laughs> um, but. You know, we brought back the LASIK for Hideki tweet from 2017. I fired that bad boy up, and we, you know, we figured that the reason he was letting go of all of his clubs and hitting the ball great, still very close to the hole, was because he couldn't see. It was a fun. It was fun to watch Hideki surge. That was the best Sunday we've
1: had to me in 2024 on the PGA Tour. I agree, and you know, back to the course. The course really does lend itself to that with. Yeah. With just how the holes out there, there's par fives that you can score on. You know, there's ten, which is a you know drivable par four that will just absolutely kick their ass. Very hard par threes. So it's it the course, the whole thing just lends itself to to really good action out there and and good on Hideki. I was glad to see him win. I'm, I'm a big Hideki fan. So. I love Hideki. And you know we've seen, DB, we have seen people who play well at Riviera play well in Augusta, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of correlation there. So maybe we need to have our eye on Hideki a little bit and Willie Z as we as we hit, head into Augusta here, which is not that far away. Okay, You know, we had a chat, uh, our Wednesday night Discord chat we had with our, our friend
0: Kenny McAndris, Uh, and you guys were both pretty big on Willie Z, and I, I kind of crapped on it a little bit. I had to have a take, and I had a take. You know, I, I feel like with Willie Z, to bet him outright, I wanted to see a little more – I wanted to see, like, peak – peak Willie Z coming a little bit because we even though he had a good finish, we weren't seeing the irons like super, super sharp yet with, with Zalatouris. Um And, but boy, you know, I mean like he gained 6.2 strokes on approach according to the live data from Bet the number. He, he looks like he's definitely kind of here again. And the putter looks better. So be on the lookout for Willie Z in the future for sure. Luke List gaining strokes putting was banana land. We'll see how that goes um before we move on though the discord crushed the props game this week this is a new thing this is new people because if you've been in the tour junkies discord or the tour junkies environment we've never really done a whole lot on like live props on the sports books we've done prize picks we've done underdog we, we we hammer those which by the way db had a solid week on that again i don't know if you saw that i gave a little three for three banger on round two i believe i went five two and or five one and two on the first two rounds dished out a couple winning prop bets and then when bet the number got involved and started doing some back-end research for us and we're dropping all of that in the discord some of that on the bet the number twitter and people started cashing bets left and right on the weekend that is going to be uh, a quite regular occurrence um so if you're not already subscribed to bet the number you should be check it out they're developing some incredible live stats and and live information um, and they're leaning into that live prop side and updates are coming they are they pushed another update this weekend to improve the live scoring so you can now drop down see scorecards all the live metrics as much live metrics as anybody out there has or anybody's showing and you can see the raw values and how they rank for the field you can break it down round by round or total and we crushed the props game with some closest to the pin, some long drive props on Fanduel. Um, it was a lot of fun to chase that and sweat it live. I know our Discord uh, hit hit a few. Kenny McCandress's Mooney Gang Discord was banana land. Thanking the tour junkies and BTN and and Kenny as well. Kenny's great at sniffing out those live par- uh, live bets. So if you're not if you're not checking any of that out, you're missing out. So cl- uh, link in the description for Bet the Number code TJ gets you $5 off monthly and $50 off of an annual membership. But if you are a paying member in the Discord, send us a DM. Send me a DM. Send Pat a DM, and we will give you a one-time unique code that you can cash in for an annual membership at a deep discount. In fact, it's the deepest discount that the number is offering anywhere. Our boy Byron, Spaz, crushing the showdown plays, crushing the live plays as well. Everybody cleaned house. The, The live action stuff, especially with BTN in our arsenal, and, and our developers back there doing a lot of that back end research on what's going on with the golf course that is going to crush for the rest of this season and I'm very pumped about it.
1: Yeah, no, it was great. it was great to see it. Love when you get all these people riding these bets too and just everything starts popping off yeah. it's, it's it's awesome. so um, looking forward to more of that the rest of the season. Yeah um,
0: all right, let's move on. let's talk about Mexico. I want to talk about the uh, I want to talk about Tony. Let's bring Tony up here. Yeah, Tony and and Tony can kind of open up with, you know, his his golf betting prowess prior to 2024, and what what you've been dabbling in, and and let's maybe this will be helpful for a, a new better or you know maybe just a good refresher for somebody else.
2: Yeah, obviously with betting taking off over the last few years, four or five years now, with it just being slowly getting to uh, more and more cities, towns, states, all of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I've Kind of dabbled in it a little bit over the last couple years. Nothing really too serious. Just kind of the majors looking at something, uh, whatever it may be. But joining in with you guys over this last year or so, and then especially at the start of 2024, um, I've been keeping track of my bets uh, for the year so far. Now, obviously, we've had kind of a, as you guys have said, weird start, unusual start with so many kind of long shots hitting. So I wanted to just get some tips from you guys as far as what would be, what would be some good strategy as far as what I'm doing. Basically when I look at it, <clears throat> I kind of try to go by a little bit of our rundown with what we do with a favorite, uh, mid range, long range, and then maybe a bomb or two. Um, I'm just doing straight outrights. No, uh, not necessarily. No, I've dabbled a little bit in the live betting aspect, which, uh, I was pumped for our boy Kenny, uh, last week with, uh, with waste management and was, yeah. I think I was more excited about that with seeing what he had rolling going into that, uh, final round and that sweat, um, that I threw a little, a little bit of money on that in the fourth round just to kind of give myself a sweat, oh, nice. but more so, was more so just pumped for him. Um, and wanting to see, wanted to see that come through for him. So, um, yeah, let me, I'll just go over kind of my strategy and then you guys can nitpick that a little bit and then maybe give me some uh, some tips as far as what to do better, what I couldn't do. Somebody just trying to to learn the aspect uh, of the the betting side. Um, so no unit shaming here. We don't shame my no, small, no. my small, my small unit. So my a unit for me is about 10 bucks. Your unit is welcome um, here, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> oh. My All team. units I want matter. to put a unit. I want to put my unit in a warm place, a warm, welcoming place. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Uh <laughs> so like I said, I've just been throwing the throwing pretty much a unit on an outright. I'll do three, maybe four, uh per tournament. Um, nothing really live betting, no first round leader bets, um, no matchups, anything like that. It's pretty much just I'll look at um I'll look at an outright going into it. Uh, throw a little bit of that action on there, and then just watch the tournament. Um, So strategy for that going into the tournament, I really like kind of like Pat. Uh, Past performance is really the main thing that I've been uh, looking at. So getting a little bit more familiar with BTN, using some of the models, never done a custom model, don't really have any experience or anything like that doing that. So told you guys before uh bet the number has really helped me just because it's a little bit easier to just see everything and it's laid out really well and it just helps me just initially from a visual standpoint just understand everything it's really laid out easy like that so um yeah like what what would what what advice would you guys give me as a newer better with some of that maybe sprinkle a little more on some matchups some first round leader bets maybe wait with some of the live betting like we had at uh at a couple weeks ago with the weather there um you know you guys said it wasn't really a great opportunity there to just fire on some outrights pre-tournament um you know yeah just give me a little bit of the nitpick of the strategy
0: well i, th- I think for one like you're um you know y- you talking about like throwing the live bet on there with kenny just for fun like that's what we're doing like we do this for fun we're not doing this to make a living we're not doing this to uh you know feed our families so we we definitely want to throw that out there you know if it you should gamble money that you're you can totally afford to lose and golf has a ton of variance there's a ton of just like regular golf guys lose more weeks than they win and it usually works out that way in betting on golf too it's just uh when you win you tend to win large if especially if you're betting outrights only or exclusively um so i i think that's important and I, I, you know, you talked about how you've never really dabbled into the model thing. And that's what I love about BTN is like a lot of these other sites, you you have you have to come up with a model, whereas BTN puts one out there for you. And it's a pretty highly informed model. So if you wanted to, you could just go off of the BTN model every single week and not have to worry about building your own, which I think is pretty cool. Um, I, I think there's a couple of things first that, that you have to get established before you really kind of figure out. What you're gonna bet on, and the first is like your your bankroll. So what is what is your bankroll? And for for me, I, I pretty much exclusively bet on golf. I, I don't. I will dabble in the NFL stuff. Um, I don't bet on college sports other than maybe occasional basketball of March Madness. But I'm pretty exclusively golf. And I think the rule of thumb, or or smart people smarter than me, tend to say that your your weekly output in golf could be anywhere from two to 3% of your total bankroll. And that's kind of your weekly allotment, right? So however many units that, that makes up that two to 3%, that's what you say weekly. I'm going to hit, I'm going to use. Now I may pull back from that. If it's a week like pebble where we kind of said, you know, eh, this is a little, this is looking like it have kind of a ton of variants, blah, blah, blah. Um, You may pull back or there may be weeks where you just feel like you have a really good, handle on it a good edge you feel strongly about it or you're going to the tournament and you want to spend a little extra so maybe you bump that up a ton a, a, a touch but for the most part you stay disciplined in that two to three percent range this is what I'm going to spend every week from there I you know I think it just kind of depends on your appetite like some people only betting outrights so you're going to lose a lot you're going to have most winning most weeks you're going to lose you're trying to hit an outright to to win probably six to seven x the units that you put out every week. So you got to hit every, you know, six, seven weeks to kind of keep up, right? Um, which so far we're not doing. But, yeah. So so I do think, the to me personally, my opinion is the better approach would be to have a little balance in the, out of that 2 to 3% of your bankroll, to have a certain allotment of that being outrights, so if that's what you like to do, whether it's pre-tournament and live, you could kind of save save something for the live. But I, I think the finished position bets are – those are my favorite other, other than the outrights. I mean, I think the finished position bets are just a lot of fun because you can still get plenty of plus money value, you know, which if you're used to betting the NFL or NBA or baseball, like you're not getting you, – you know, you got – those guys freak out over a plus 120 bet, right? Like a plus 120 bet top 20 in most golf tournaments feels like a lock. And so I love the finished position bets. Uh, a lot of people love the matchups or three balls I've not really had that kind of success so I think as you as you learn you figure out what you're what you tend to have a good feel for what you don't I don't do too well in the matchups and three balls so I kind of just stick to outrights finish position bets and now I'm about to you know we're about to really eat on these on these live props um Pat what do you what do you have to say what do you have to add there
1: yeah I mean I would agree with a lot of what you said I mean I think for me it would be you know I like to see wins right I mean wins are, yeah. are fun to look at and, and to you know to see your your bankroll grow a little bit and and you're going to find that in your top 20s and top 40s and those kind of bets I mean that's just that's just the smartest way to go to bet about it you know doing outrights is, is certainly difficult and you just you're not going to see those wins all the time now they're fun I, I still think you always sprinkle on the outrights for sure Um, And eventually they'll, they'll, they'll hit for sure. I mean, we've just had a weird start to the year. So, um, so for me, I think you kind of stay in that range to just try to, you know, see some wins, build the bankroll up a little bit. Um, I do like the, you know, the live betting, um, you know, usually after like round two, um i I think the matchups to me are are fun but i would rather do a round matchup than like a tournament matchup like i I don't want to wait a whole tournament to see what happens between two players like i want to i want to see what happens that day so i like the round matchups better a little bit better but um and you know a lot of the information that we we get on btn now especially with the live odds or the live um stats and everything will help with those those type things so i think you know those are some things to look at, but but for me, it is the the finished bets. I, I think that's the best way to go to to see those victories.
2: And I did. So the S- Super Bowl week was the first time that I really threw some like not threw some action down, but I had a winning week. Nice. Um, and that was and that was for the Super Bowl specifically. I think I had five bets um, on the game, and then. Um, a couple, uh, a couple props and whatnot. I went four and one. And I think that really has like scratched the itch oh, yeah. of, okay, let me adjust. Let me see what I'm doing with the golf, the golf market and trying to, I guess, capture and chase that same, that same feeling there. So yeah, that's cool. That's good advice guys. I, uh, I appreciate it. There's
0: definitely nothing like hitting a big outright in golf. Like it, uh, it's, it's fun to hit, you know, I had a blast sweating Neiman the other week in the, you know, with the freaking penalty at live. He had that two shot penalty, and then he we shot the fifty-nine round one, then the two shot penalty after round two, and then back and forth in round three, and then the playoff in the dark. That was fun. And but he was like 12 to 1. Now I was still betting it to win 40 units, I think, just like every other bet. But and that's the other thing I think is important to mention. If you're if you're firing on outrights and you have five outrights at different numbers, your 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 goal should be to spend what you know each one should be to win six to seven X at least uh, for each bet. And so you're, you're betting accordingly. So it doesn't make any sense to put more units on the guy at hundred to one than the guy yeah. at 20 to one, right? You don't, that doesn't make any sense. So you're going to put proportionate units on each guy, but even though like, even though hitting a, a hundred to one guy for me or 20 to one guy for me is going to result in the same win. It is a lot of fun when, when you have a triple digit, bomb that is going off and and you're like oh could this happen you know that that is a blast when you have that first little rush there that 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 I don't know if it's dopamine or what it is but it's boner fuel for me if you're a big golf <laughs> yeah. fan when you have that thing hit for the first time dang like you're just going to love it but um uh yeah so that's uh that's good stuff tony we're going to keep tracking tony's progress uh i think this is helpful for for a lot of people um so we'll, we'll keep we'll keep doing that keep it up tony
2: so that's what I had last week too. So that the the very first week, I think century, I had actually your boy there, uh D B Xander. He was up in the top five, top ten on that final day. And that was kind of like a little bit of the scratch, like, okay, this is this is pretty cool. Let's see if he can do this. Kind of the yeah, yeah. my first experience with the with the sweats and whatnot. Yeah. So obviously he didn't pull that out and then yeah learning some of those kind of just techniques with it like you said you're you're looking to you know 6 7 times your your bet so that's what I did this past week at Riviera I had JT um at 16 to 1 that I had a full unit on and then Tony Finau at 33 to 1 I just put a half yep. and then J at 80 to 1 I put a half too and even just entering those in and seeing what the odds were mm-hmm. and you know possible payout all that kind of stuff that gave me the like oh, okay let me split this up a little bit more instead of just here's one unit, one unit, one unit. So,
0: yep. Um, yeah. And and then, and then uh, another tip is never bet Xander to win anymore. He should, yeah. (laughs) Um, and, and I guess one other thing I'll say is you, you know, if you can, if you can shop and, and if you can have more than one book, it definitely makes sense to have more than one book and obviously know their rules, especially when we come to finish position bets, we talk about that a lot on our shows and in the discord. Uh, knowing that like bet MGM doesn't have dead heat rules. So they pay out in full for ties. That's a big advantage um, because you, you will get bit by the tie situation when you're betting finish positions at a top 20 and six guys are tied for, for 20th. And then your bet gets chopped on DK or, or, you know, Fandle or something. So um, it, it is, you know, have, have more books if you can do it. So I think that would be the last, the last thing.
2: Cool. So that's one thing. I'm uh, I'm I'm in Texas and I'll let you guys go here. I'm taking up too much of the time. Okay. But I am in Texas, which if and when, you know, sports betting becomes legal here, I'll be able to do that a little bit more. But maybe that's something, you know, in our Discord, comments, whatever it is, drop it in as far as shopping, but I think that's good right now where I can learn a little bit of that stuff, learn some of these, you know, the dead heat rules, some of this okay. stuff that Coming into it, I had zero idea what that even meant at all. Yeah. So learning that stuff before actually, you know, I'll be able to uh, to dive into that fully. Yep. Good stuff. Thank you, Tony. Um, do we have an update
0: on the season-long bet? So I had uh, – you had Jordan Spieth who got freaking zero. That's your second – is that your second week in a row with zero yeah. dollars? Second, second with zero dollars. I had Cam Young, who I think was 16th. Yeah, he didn't – he was okay. I mean, it was a big, you know, huge purse. So anyway, God dang it i mean a 16th isn't killing you know 16th to even to your zero is not killing me by any means but but it just increases my lead it does increase it does increase your lead um all right let's get to the season long bet this week tony who's going first for for That's mexico you. is it me tony chattis who's first we'll go with me how about we go with me? I think it is you. you be first. Okay, Understood. good, because I only have one name. Okay. I only have one name, and, and I think it's a little scary. And, again, remember for the people, this, this is a fade for a player at 30 to 1 or shorter. There are, there are some names in here. A lot of names in here I think are interesting. I don't love betting them at these numbers, but this is what you get in this field. This is what we've been used to seeing at the Mexico open for the last two years. But the one that ranks the worst in DB's model on bet the number, uh, and and this will be his fifth week in a row playing, and I'm wondering like, is he here because he's got like you know this is the Mexico Open and he I think he's from Argentina and I know those are two different places but hmm. he wants to he wants to go and play in front of a uh, you know a, a crowd that's going to be welcoming. Um, Emiliano Gria at at uh, at twenty five. What is he 25 now or 30? Uh 20. Sorry, he's 20 to 1. Emiliano Grillo is the pick for me. He's got the lowest ball speed on this uh in this range, which I'm I'm big ball speed. Big DB's big ball's ball speed this this week for me. You got to be able to hit it here at Vedanta. He is 101st in this field. Now he's that hasn't kept him from, you know, he finished T5 here last year. I understand. But it's a combination of that. It's a combination of fifth week in a row starting to fade maybe we know a lot of tour pros don't like playing even four weeks in a row so i'm gonna go emiliano grillo and cross my fingers
1: okay um that is that is a little bit ballsy um i don't know if i could do that but i can appreciate it uh That's i'm gonna draw. go with I'm the guy. ballsy here actually i mean i think these all all these, there's not that many options so there's I think really not there, there's i agree um i had one guy written down but then he kind of looks like he's averaged out of the 30 to one range. Um, I'm going to go with a guy that I never can get right anyway. And I like him, but I, I just don't know if this is going to be, uh, even though he does have the ball speed, but Ryan Fox at 30 to one. I'm going go with Fox. Ryan, wait a minute. He, he's 35 right now. I'm looking at BTN. He's 30 to one. I am too. I, I'm looking at. Maybe I
0: need to refresh. Maybe
1: short. Hang on. I'm looking at,
0: I'm looking at Fandle. He's 30 to one. I, I've already given you. I, I've given you some. No, you're of,
1: not going to give me this. You're not going to give me this I, short I've question. already
0: given you at least one of these, maybe two of these this year. But see, I'm, then then I feel like it's up to you. I see him now. I had to refresh BTN. Then I feel like as soon as I do that, it, it like if as, as soon as I don't give him to you, he's gonna pop off. Wait a minute. I mean, it's you know, I, no, He's gonna, gonna suck. As soon as I don't give him to you, he's gonna suck. And I'm to, dang it! I should have just given him to you. I have I have backup plans, you know. But that I, I, I'm, no, I'm gonna give him to you. I, I don't want to second guess. I don't want to. I don't want to be mad. I don't want to then be mad at myself. <laughs> if 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 he plays well, I'll be mad at just you. I mean, you went first. You could have taken him. And well, I didn't see it I hadn't refreshed my screen, so I still saw him at thirty five to one. <sighs> All right, so Pat's fading Fox. I'm fading Grio. Here we go, boys. Um at the top, what are you uh, what are you thinking, Pat? what Anybody you like here? I mean, you know, in the last two years, let me say this actually, let me, let me do this or drop this in here real quick. If you do want a full course breakdown, I did a deep dive on the last two years here at Vedanta that they've played this golf course. It's all on the YouTube channel and the podcast. Go check it out. It's about 25 minutes. But And I dropped a ton of things in the Discord about the last two years here. But I want to say one thing about the last two years here. In 2023, eight of the 14 players who finished tied for 10th or better averaged 175-mile-an-hour ball speed or greater. That was in 2023. In 2022, eight of the 10 players who finished top 10 averaged 175 mile an hour ball speed. So 16 of 24 total players that have finished in the top 10 over the last two years have hit it a long way. I think that's something you got to do. Now, I also noticed that you know, kind of form coming into this thing. If you go back, which I love doing this on BTN, if you go back and look at the previous leaderboards and you can see their incoming form and incoming course history, form is everywhere. If you look at the leaderboards the last two years, like guys don't have to be in great form to play well here at all. And there were guys who played well here that hadn't even played in the few weeks leading up to it. So I I think it's going to be one of those weeks where fit matters, being able to bomb it, a lot of long irons, mid irons here um and then you got to be comfy on this slow pass palum so for that reason how excited are you to take any of these short numbers i mean we've seen obviously the favorites win here i think rom won at like five to one and female won at like 12 or 14 to one something like that yeah uh, no rom but we do have female he can't putt for crap but what are, you, what are you doing at the top
1: i mean i i, I do like hoyguard at the top at 16 to one um I think that's probably the best number you'll see him at. Um, you know, a guy that does have the ball speed, um, great putter. Um, you know, checking the box on approach. I, I think that I think Hoygaard, If you're going to go up top, I think he's the one that I want to go to. I would avoid Finau. Um, and then I, you know, I like Pintreth. I like Pintreth at you know twenty-two to one in that range. Uh, he's actually number one in the BTN model. Um, definitely has the ball speed, uh, another, you know, when you look at his, his putting stats, yeah. he checks the box, there. approach around the green, uh, had the top 10 at the farmers. Um, that's the last time I've seen that he's played top 30 here last year. I, I, so I like Pendrith and I, and I'll go up top to Hoygaard here in this range.
0: Yeah, Hoygaard's enticing. Um, I I, I do have Pender. I have Pendrith and Mitchell both at 30 to one. I mean, Keith's not played here before, but I don't think that matters either. This is not a hard See, golf course to figure
1: out. Mitchell was the other one I was actually gonna fade, but I'm seeing him now falling out of that 30 to one range. And so if you like him, then I, go ahead and get him at 35 to one, which is what I think he's at on FanDuel now.
0: Then I, I like that. I like Pendrith and Mitchell. I'll take those two. Um, I do feel like I do feel like this is the kind of field where we could finally see Jaeger win, but I'm not willing. I don't care. Like If he wins and I miss it at 25, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I, I do find it interesting because I had FanDuel pulled up for the top 20s. FanDuel has a winner without market on Griot, Hoygard and Finau, and that is enticing. That is actually very enticing absolutely because we've seen these these favorites uh dominate here now i do think that's kind of weird it's only a two-year sample size right like i I, if you had not told me anything about the last two years and you just gave me this field i would probably look at this and go oh this is this is a recipe for a long shot to me where like form doesn't really matter just hit it a mile and figure it out slow past palom greens you know not a tough place to dissect in terms of the golf course so i'm probably going to lean bombs here but that winner without market is
1: is fun on fanduel okay you mention? uh you know sorry if i tuned out db did you mention anything about how the weather was going to be this week i did not know i haven't even looked at it honestly i should have but i have not because i think that certainly will have you looked at it is it is it weird I have not. That's why I, <laughs> I haven't looked at it. So, okay. Um, Maybe
0: producer Tony can look at it and, and shoot I it. uh I can get it here real quick. Let's let's take a peek just cuz I think that's obviously important we haven't looked at that. Uh let's see. Thursday looks perfect. Friday perfect. Saturday perfect. Sunday perfect. No wind. Okay. Temps in the 70s and 80s. So very similar to what we've had there. So. Yep. Okay. Good. Well, let's let's fire away. All right. All right, let's move on to the next range before we do I want to thank our friends at Sobet. Listen, uh, another thing I didn't even talk about. I I did a whole SoBet Tiger Woods round one prop. Um, I put that out on SoBet I think on Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or something and hit a plus 550, a plus 100. A little even money hit there on Tiger. We had a great time. With the exclusive Tiger bets on SoBet, I'm dropping some exclusive plays every single week on SoBet, along with 60 other handicappers, all vetted by SoBet. You can click the link in the description. Join code TJ Trial. You can get your first month for free. See how you like it. Get to try it out a little bit. That's fun. Uh, but vetted handicappers in every sport that know what they're doing. They give you reasons behind their plays, logic behind their plays, unit allocations for their plays. They will recap it when they suck. They'll recap it when they hit. Way better than following a bunch of handicappers on Twitter. So, um, there you go. Trial so bet. Let's move on up to the seventy-five to one range, Pat. And the first name we got to talk about is Jake Knapp. Because yes. Jake Knapp is what is he now? Is he? I saw him at forty-five earlier. Now he's at thirty-five. Now this Whoa. could be a total case of just heart throb.
1: You know, everybody's heart throbbing. It could have been you. Whoa, whoa, you, are Our, you trying to tell me that there's other people that are you know that love him besides me? I mean, because you there. know we have a relationship. You do, you do. Um so, you know, budding relationship uh, that this happened is on my, the range. This rink. is my thing with
0: nap. I am very excited about Jake Nap. So this is probably gonna be <laughs> this is probably gonna be a TJ squad ride. We got to be there for the first Jake Knapp win. I don't want to miss it. And 40, 35, 40 to 1, worth worth a sprinkle. But when you look at names like EVR at 40 to 1, oh, who's, won, who's won twice on the PGA tour, Cam Champ at 50 to 1, who has two top 10 finishes here, and both of them, he came in looking like dog water. He sucked coming into both of those years at Mexico. He's a great example. He had miscuts and t67s coming out his butt. It, the last two years here shows up, gains a ton of strokes off the tee because he hits it 189 miles an hour and finishes top ten. Cam Champ's 50 to one. He's won what two or three times on the PGA Tour. So when you have proven PGA Tour winners and closers longer than Jake Knapp, it just depends on how many units you've got to, to toss around and and do you have enough in this range to me? Because those two names, EVR and Champ, I think are interesting
1: yeah i i do like evr i have him written down at 40 to one here's the thing i think jake knapp you know i I have him written down at 40 to one where i like him you can actually i still see him at 40 to one over on betmgm but he is he is the one that is really steaming up and then also davis thompson i mean when i I first started looking at davis thompson he was at 45 to one I think he's down to 40 to one on BetMGM and he's even less on FanDuel now. He's at 33 to one on FanDuel. So those are the two of the guys that I wrote down that I like, but I think you've got to jump on them early because they're starting to really um you know steam up there. So um but I was with you on EVR and he has kind of stayed steady, I feel like. So I, I think you can certainly get a good number on him. Um, you know, a guy that I don't think really fits the mold too much. Like maybe from a ball speed, you know, angle. But the way Hubs is playing right now, yeah, is so good. I, I think that he's he is he's just got it dialed in on, on all parts of his game, and he's around fifty-five or sixty to one. I, I think he still plays some Hubs in that range too.
0: Yeah, I I could get down with that. I I think I prefer EVR Champ. Davis Thompson was another one I was going to mention, and maybe we ride with Jake Knapp. We we just got a squad ride, Jake now. Yeah. Um the thing about EVR, there's one thing about EVR, and I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna te- this is gonna this is called a tease in the business, Pat. Mm, okay. There is a key stat, and it's in it, you know, it's a it's a kind of a weird one, but from the people behind the scenes, there is one thing that at least on some of the more difficult holes at Vedanta, you cannot do. And they have factored that stat into the BTN model. it's a small percentage but it's something to look at and in that particular stat evr is awful in that so hopefully you know maybe it's just a small sample size for him in that range um but you know we can't do that maybe we'll text him you know i might i might be like i don't like i could have
1: yeah i feel like i would have passed the test because i would have known the answer to what you were talking about then but you know, can you
0: believe it can, wait, 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 had you told 2016 pat perry that you'd be talking about ball
1: speed and, <laughs> and models and all this stuff god I like uh, it. You, you, you're uh you remember when we had the stats guy i know we need to we need to move here but when we when we had the stats guy on and it was just like a complete argument <laughs> the whole time yes. <laughs> yeah that, that was like fun. way
0: back
2: anyway.
0: <laughs> all right let's move on to uh some bombs up to 125 to one uh i got a Few in here. I really like our guy Sam Stevens at 90, who we uh-huh. just saw come close. Now, he, he had a horrible Sunday. I can't even remember what tournament that was. It was a terrible Sunday, but checks a box off the tee, checks a box in ball speed. Birdie or better percentage is solid. Um, iron Long iron play has been a little sus lately, but I think it's something that he's traditionally been good at. So I think Sam Stevens at 90 is fun. I think that's a fun one. A guy that I've liked really for a long time, and he would be the equivalent to your um, whoever it was you just said, I can't remember, who doesn't really check the ball speed. Oh, Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. He doesn't check the ball speed box. He's pretty slow off the tee. But he makes up for it because the long irons are top 15 in this field. The iron play is fantastic. He checks the box in that one mysterious BTN stat I just talked about, and he's played well at Vedanta in one attempt, finished T15, and he's 100-1. to Carson Young, um, I like Carson Young, and then my last bet in this range is going to be the first time for this guy. I've never done this. This is my first time doing a cootie, brother. First time.
2: Oh
1: wow! Uh,
0: but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and taste a little bit of that cootie. <laughs> uh, ha- hasn't played here, but doesn't matter. He's 110 to one. T25 at Torrey Pines, another golf course where you got to hit it far. You got to have good long iron play. Checks those boxes. Uh, the irons have been pretty solid his last two events. We know he's a winner on the Corn Ferry Tour. So uh
1: Parker Parker Cootie, not Pearson, Parker. at one ten to one. Those are my three. Yeah, I like uh I don't mind that. I thought about one of the cooties there too. Um, I like Carson Young. He was one I also had written down. Um, I think he, you know, another guy you mentioned has shortened up a little bit. Um, and now I can't remember who that was. But anyway, I do like Carson Young. Stevens, um, Carson Young, Parker. yeah. Stevens is is getting a, it seems to Carson be getting a little, a little bit. Yeah, he is. Um I think I even saw him as short as sixty-five to one on the VTN site, but um, you Mm. know, I I think that may be it for me. Really, I don't really. I I sort of just I I like this this shorter than seventy to one range. So I don't really have. I only have one more, and that's that's a long shot over at one hundred and fifty to one. That's Andrew Novak. Oh, I like Novak. Huh. All right,
0: dang, you're just gonna skip right to it. Um, all right, well, I have two bombs. I kind of like these these hundred one guys. Um, I, I got to go with Vince Whaley again, just because mm-hmm. he's my guy. One hundred and thirty to one hits it far. Irons were pretty solid to start the year, and now they've dipped. Good putter. Um, you know, it's slow pass palm, So God knows. I mean, it, the slow pass palm is going to make bad putters and good putters look more similar. Spider Man gif. But I, I do like Vince, one thirty to one, and then I'm going with the panda. To watch, oh, okay, Norman Zhang, baby, 150 to one, long dong zhang hits it a mile. We know he can score in these birdie fest. I, I'm pretty sure he had some good coastal success on corn on the corn ferry tour. Some would say he's a coastal elite. I'm saying, you know, some would say that I'm going with the panda, coastal elite, Norman Zhang, 150 to one, bomb town. Uh, before we get to our top 26 pack, want to thank our friends at swanies for hooking us up, by the way. They, they released a new video on Instagram the other day with some sweet new gear coming. They were taking photos. Can't wait. We just put in a Swannies order. Producer Tony's got some Swannies on the way. I'm excited about that. Code TJ25 gets you 25% off your entire order, and you can use it over and over again. Pat's got the sweet Swannies polo on. They got stuff for you. They got stuff for your spouse. They got stuff for your kids. It's beautiful, man. They got great accessories, cool hats. Um, I went with some, uh, Pat, I, the order I just put in, I went with uh. A chase some Chasing Pars merch, which I, I love that, you know, Yeah, because Pars, I'm happy. I'm very happy with Pars. So if you're happy with a par, try some Chasing Pars gear. That might help you out. swannies.co is the link. You can uh, click it in the description, scan the QR code on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, give them some love. By the way, before we uh, get to the top 20s, hit the like button, subscribe, and uh, comment on the YouTube channel. If you have any other advice for producer Tony or something that you, you like to stick to, drop that comment. Uh, or um, anything you suggest should be clipped from today's show, which I would imagine the chat is going to say that what I just said about the cootie guy is going to be <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, clip it. Uh, All right, top 20 locks and a bomb. Two locks shorter than, uh, what do we say? Short, or two, two locks and then one bomb longer
1: than four to one. Pat, who are your locks? Well, you know, I'm going to go up at the, at the top here with Pendrith at plus 125. And then I will go to Davis Thompson, who I, when I was looking at this uh, before the show, he was plus 210. He is now plus 180. So mm. that is also mm. shortening, but I'll still go with Davis Thompson at plus 180.
0: Well, we have two, di- we have different guys here.
1: And I, and I, I like both those names. I mean, those are both names I,
0: I talked about um, that I agreed with you on. Because I, I, I don't, really know if I still fully trust Jaeger to close the door on a tournament I do trust him to play really well here Uh, I think if you look over the last six months as weird as it sounds coming out of my mouth if you look over the last six months he's one of the better players in this field like class of the field which sounds really strange but he's plus 130 on FanDuel Um, and then I'm gonna go Keith Mitchell I I think I would say Mitchell is in the same boat now he didn't play as well last year but I think he's been coming around we know he's a top-notch player he's plus 160 um, so I like those two for locks, and I would say, you know, right now, FanDuel is the only book that has these open that we're looking at. Let's definitely shop those if the numbers aren't that much worse on BetMGM, for example. That would be a good time to have a different book and you pivot a little bit and take BetMGM so they pay out full in the tie market. Now we take a bomb at four to one or longer. I got a couple choices here, Pat. I'm gonna let you go and see if I can make a decision.
1: Well, I'm gonna. I'm going to trust the form of of my long shot that I talked about earlier coming off the top 10 at the WM, and that's Novak is plus 450 as a top 20. Okay.
0: Oh, there's a guy in here that I haven't talked about yet that paid off for us nicely. I believe it was at the – let me check this. I believe it was at the RSM. Was it the R? Yes, it was. No, it was at the Bermuda. Oh, I, man, I know where you're going. <laughs> you know where I'm going? And I, I like where Bermuda going. play. Finished 13th at Bermuda, past Palum, slow, coastal. Pretty sure he hits it far. But, but at the same time, my guide Norman Zhang is the same price. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to our guy. He paid off at like 12 to 1 at the Bermuda. Fred Biondi, baby. I knew that's where you're going. I would have stayed with the Panda. I think you go with he the Panda. I mean, I I don't mind it. I'm gonna okay. go Fred Biondi, though, plus 550 as a tip of the cap for uh delivering a big bomb for us earlier in the season. Listen, uh good stuff. Mexico is gonna be, you know, the money still spends the same, people. I know it's not as exciting as riv, but the money still spends the same. Enjoy the tournament. We're going to do the DFS show uh, on Monday night, so you'll have to check that out. Regular content, regular scheduled programming this week. Thank you to all the uh, all the folks, by the way, on Twitter and Discord that gave the Barnett family some love. It's it's been a uh, it's been a challenging week, uh, but we appreciate it. This is uh, um, we just appreciate thoughts and prayers. So it's been it's been good. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Bend over your bookies. See ya.